Alright, let's do it. I'm back. Everyone, welcome back. This is another college football betting podcast with your host, Nick Wojcik. Last week, I know no podcast last week, I said that uh, I had COVID. Yeah, I woke up last week, wasn't feeling the greatest, and I uh, went and got tested on Thursday, and they came back and like, yeah, you have COVID, sir. And I'm like, what? It's 2023. How do I, what what is going on here? So yeah, I had COVID, down for the counts. Not like terrible, but you know. And plus week zero, I only had one bet. Well, at first I only had one bet. I had Navy plus 20 and a half against Notre Dame, which was a dumpster fire. And then I ended up betting every game after that because I had COVID and I was born. There was nothing else to do. So we did end up going three and four in the first week. I guess my first official bet was Navy. It was a loser. But yeah, but we're on, we're on the bigger and better things. We're on the week one college football. It's finally here. We have a full slate of games. It's going to be awesome. It started recording this on Friday afternoon. We had Utah, Florida. Graham Mertz is just an absolute dumpster fire of a quarterback. Just awful. Awful. Nebraska figured out how to Nebraska themselves yet again under Matt Rule. So that was also interesting as well, just to kind of see how that plays out. Just to, you know, just how, how it goes. How it goes. But we're on to it. I did post something on my TikTok for the Friday games as well. We're only going to do Saturday. Probably on this podcast, only going to do Saturday games on here. So if you want to go see what I put but for Friday, you can go to my TikTok. Sports Guy Woj is my at handle. Check that out. So I got three bets for tonight. But let's do it. We are on. On to the week one slate. I'm going to go. How many games do I have right now? Two, four, six, eight. Nine games. Nine games on the docket so far. I'll probably add more. I'll probably throw them up on my Twitter. But for right now, we have nine games. Bets. I'm just going to go chronological order from tomorrow at 11 a.m. up until Sunday, which is my latest my last bet, I should say, the weekend. Might end up betting Duke Clemson. We'll figure it out. But let's just get right into it. First game on the board. First Saturday bet of the year, Bowling Green at Liberty. Bowling Green is a 9.5 point dog over under sitting at 49.5, 50 in some spots, depending on where you're looking. I like Bowling Green tomorrow, plus 9.5. I know it's gross. Like Bowling Green really, last year they overperformed, I think, in their expectations. And they got turnover on the roster. Their coaching isn't the best. I think they like almost led the nation in penalties, if I remember correctly. But the reason why we're taking the 9.5 is because Hugh Freeze for Liberty, he he is gone. Hugh Freeze is no longer there at Liberty. So it does kind of make things... It's going to be interesting to see how Liberty does. I know they bring in the Coastal Carolina head coach. So, you know, it's still, still good overall. But I just think that just the changes... The changes that were brought from Liberty, um, I I don't know what to expect yet. I think this team will still be good, but just with Hugh Freeze leaving, I do think it does. It's going to be hard to replace Hugh Freeze. So I'll take Bowling Green plus nine and a half with the first one. The next one is Fresno State and Purdue. Purdue three and a half point favorite. Over and under is 46 and a half, 47, depending on where you are looking. So shop around. I, I'm taking the under. I'm going under in this game. I have it at 47.5. You can still get 47s out there. I'm looking at it right now. I like BetMGM actually sitting looking at it right now. It still is a 47.5. So you can get on it with me as well while it's still there. I like this under just a few things. One, there's both both teams have turnover on the offensive end. Jeff Brom just left Purdue. So it's going to be different. They bring in the 
Illinois defensive coordinator. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he's going to be the new head coach. So it's going to be a defensive, more defensive, more conservative kind of play style, in my opinion. That's usually what happens when you get defensive head coaches in there. They do bring in Graham Harrell over from West Virginia as the offensive coordinator, so they are going to run that spread, spread offense. So, but it's definitely going to take a minute to get accustomed to it. They do bring in Hudson Card at quarterback as well. So they do have weapons, at least in the Purdue ends. And same thing with Fresno State. They bring in a new quarterback. They bring in a transfer quarterback as well. I just think it's going to be slow moving. Fresno's got a good defense, and I just think Purdue's new defensive mindset is going to change. So I, I like this under at 47.5, probably down to 47. There is a 47 out there, 47.5 out there, like I said. So I'm going Purdue and Fresno State under 47 or better. So those are the two 11 a.m. games. Moving on to the 2.30 slate with Buffalo at Wisconsin. Wisconsin right now sitting at a 27.5 to 28-point favor. Over-under is 53.5. I like Wisconsin in this one. I like them to cover this big number. Luke Fickle's first game up in Madison, which is kind of the reason why. I think he's going to really want to set the tone here and kind of really show. It's like, nope, this is going to be a good thing. I get I get the questions like the, the defense should still be good. Like Wisconsin's defense has always been strong, and I think it will still be strong. I think there's going to be questions on the offensive end just because, I mean, you're going from a ground and pound rushing attack that Wisconsin's running to a spread up-tempo offense. I just don't know if just looking at like just kind of the offensive line personnel, I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know if they have the right guys, the right offensive linemen, just because they've always had B. Wisconsin's always going to have big, beefy offensive linemen, but are they going to be able to handle an up-tempo spread-like offense where – before it was just we're gonna put put six offensive linemen on the field, fullback, running back, and we're just gonna run it down everyone's throats. So that I'm curious about. But Buffalo, Buffalo stinks. Buffalo is gonna be so bad this year. Uh, looking through their stuff, they lost so many weapons on the offense. Quarterback is not great. They have questions on the def- defensive line. The secondary is a little shaky. A lot of the people that they brought in through the transfer portal, it's JUCO players and FCS players. So that's who's going to be stopping this Wisconsin offense. So even if there are some hiccups with Wisconsin on the offensive end, I don't think Buffalo can stop them. It's going to be more like Wisconsin beating themselves versus Buffalo actually stopping them. And then plus on the flip side, I just don't know if Buffalo has the offensive firepower to hang around the the 28. So if you can get 28 or better, I definitely recommend it. But we are on laying the points, laying the big number with Wisconsin. Only 230 bet that I have in right now. We are already on to the night slates for this weekend. Next one, one of my favorite bets on the board is Colorado. I'm sorry, Washington State at Colorado State this year. Right now, the number, depending on where you're looking, is sitting at 10, 10 and a half. Washington State being the heavy double digit road dog. I'm sorry, road favorite. And then the over-unders, 54.5. I, I really like Colorado State here. I like them double digits or better as a dog. I just think with everything going on, I'm curious to see how... I mean, this could... Really, if you think about it, this could either benefit Washington State or it's going to hurt them. It could be a rallying point like, hey, this is this is it. This is all we're playing for. And then every game is they're playing literally like it's their last because who knows what's going to happen with Washington State. But... Overall, just like from an X's and O's standpoint, they are going back to the A raid, but just with their personnel, I just don't think they have it. They have questions at quarterback, and when you run the air raid, it takes a couple years. Shout out, shout out Mike Leach, RIP to a legend 
Um, but I always said it took him about two, three years to get that offense humming. And so with Washington State going back to it, I just don't know if they have the horses on the offensive end to be able to run it. Excuse me. Plus, on top of that, the defense still isn't great either. This Colorado State offense is going to be so much fun and so electric to watch in the Mountain West. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, COVID effects still. Battling through post-COVID cough. Um, no, this this Colorado State offense, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be electric. They have legit NFL talent on as weapons. There is some pretty big roster turnover as well, so I'm curious to see that. But I just think just Washington State going to altitude in Colorado, playing Colorado State, I do like Colorado State there as a double-digit dog as the first night game that we have that up. Excuse me, I have to drink some water there. Throat's getting a little parched. Next game. Flying through the card. Texas Tech at Wyoming. Texas Tech heading to Wyoming. Right now, the line is sitting at Texas Tech minus 14. Again, another double-digit road favorite over-under sitting at 50.5. I really like Wyoming in this game this weekend. I'm just like salivating for this one. Uh, breaking this game down, one, Texas Tech is kind of the dark horse this year out of the Big 12. People think they might be sneaky good. There's a lot of hype early on, I feel like, in the summer with Texas Tech possibly being a dark horse to win the Big 12. I don't I don't see it. Now, I will say, I do think Texas Tech is going to be good. I also think they're going to be fun, too. I don't think Big 12 championship game fun, but I think fun. It's going to be one of these old-school Texas teams. Texas Tech teams, the offense is just going to be absolutely incredible to watch, and then their defense is just going to let them down. They're just going to be shootouts. So just classic like air raid offense, winning games like 45 to 40 every week. And I think it's we're going to see it. A lot of fourth down variants. Their head coach loves to go forward on fourth down. So I'm curious to see how that plays out for them. The thing is, though, a couple things. Number one is going to altitude. I believe Wyoming, I will look this up, we got to look this up, see where Wyoming, what the altitude is. Um, Laramie, what is the altitude in Laramie? So Texas Tech traveling to Laramie, Wyoming. I think the altitude is going to get to 7,200 feet above. It's higher than mile high. It's like a mile and a half high. So you're talking about super high altitude. I believe it's the highest in in college football. So you have that going on week one. So you're talking about gas, potentially gas team starting out the year, especially in the second half. Like altitude early on in the season, such a killer. Then on top of that too, Texas Tech is playing Oregon week two. So you're thinking potential look-ahead spot as well. I know it's week one, so how do you look ahead? But I do think there's a possibility that they might not be taking Wyoming as serious because they might be peeking to see what's coming up on the schedule with Oregon, which is definitely going to be a much bigger matchup. Wyoming's defense is also very good. It's arguably going to be the best defense in the Mountain West this year. So I definitely think that Wyoming can maybe not stop this Texas Tech offense, but definitely limit what they can potentially do. And especially, too, once again, the altitude. You never know what's going to happen. But I definitely like Wyoming plus 14 in that matchup. Next one is West Virginia at Penn State. Country Roads, baby. We are back. Country Roads, take me home. Penn State, minus 20 and a half. 
Over-under sitting at 49, 48 and a half, depending on where you look. I love, I think, eh, I should say love, but I really like West Virginia plus 20 and a half in this game. And it, it is, a, it's a, it's a kind of a narrative, but I'm not going to lie. I've talked about, I like, I'm on both these teams win total overs. And I do think Penn State's going to win. This Penn State team is going to be really good, but I do think West Virginia can hang around. And part of the, the narrative is, one, Penn State, talking about this is their best team that they've had under James Franklin. College football, playoff aspirations, things like that. Like, this is the year. They're going to upset Ohio State, upset Michigan. On the flip side, when you're talking about West Virginia, you're talking about Neil Brown is on an incredibly hot, hot, hot seat. And people want him gone. This season is going to be a dumpster fire. And it very much, it might. I don't think so because we're on the over. But I do think that Neil Brown's on the hot seat. So you're talking about just two fan bases in completely opposite directions of what the season could be, which is why I like West Virginia. The bit, what it's going to really come down to from an X's and O's standpoint is going to be, can West Virginia run the football? It's really what it is. So that's what they're going to do. That's the new MO. That's why they got rid of Graham Harrell, his offense coordinator, promoted the running backs coach. We're going to see if West Virginia can run and move the football downfield with their new their new scheme, they're going to be able to cover this number. Plus, new co- clock rules. They're not stopping on first down. The clock can be moving. So if they can have a long, sustained drive, get a couple touchdowns, they're definitely going to be able to cover the 20-and-a-half on Saturday night at, in Happy Valley. Next one is, can't believe I'm laying this number, but we're going to do it. We're going to do Virginia Tech minus 15-and-a-half against Old Dominion. Last year, Virginia Tech went to Old Dominion. They lost outright. It was an absolute pathetic performance by the Hokies. So, you know, let's just go back to it. So you're talking about potential revenge spot for this one. They're at home under the lights. They want to get back, you know, get back to one winning football games, having winning football seasons, and then just beating up on Old Dominion. This Old Dominion team is very bad. It's going to be very bad this year. Trying to pull up their notes for it, and it's just they're gonna—they are going to be dreadful. What conference are they in? Sorry, trying to find some notes here. Can't find Old Dominion, but anyways, take my word for it. Old Dominion is going to be terrible. They're going to be a very bad football team. I think Virginia Tech can catch them here. There is a lot of there's a lot of turnover on the Virginia Tech side. They do bring in a new head coach. Yes, there is a lot of that going on. This probably isn't the best year to be backing Virginia Tech teams, but I just think first game under a new head coach, revenge spot from last year, it does draw the recipe to lay lay the points. It's going to be disgusting. It's not going to be fun, but I do think they can get over that 15.5 on Saturday night. Next one is South Alabama at Tulane. Tulane is a six-point favorite at home. Over South Alabama, over under is 51.5. This game is going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. This is arguably one of the best games that will be played on Saturday. You're talking two teams. They're probably arguably the two best teams in the group of five this year. And, I mean, we saw saw last year what Tulane did in the Cotton Bowl. They, They knock off USC in the Heisman Trophy winner, Caleb Williams. And now, honestly, looking at this number, it's kind of gross. Like, if... Six, six and a half, depending on where you're looking. It's a really gross number. It's super low. Uh, Tulane lost a lot of guys last year. I was talking about it. I like their win total under. 
I'm not high on Tulane, which is why I like South Alabama in this game. Tulane, they lost eight, eight players on the defensive end. There's turnover on the offensive end as well. The offensive line is good, but I just don't. It's hard to see them replicate what they did in 2022. Like it really does. So that'll be it'll be interesting to see South Alabama on the flip side. Arguably the best team in the Sun Belt. They have a super strong roster, so it's it's gonna be interesting. I like Alabama. I'm sorry, South Alabama plus six and a half to take that one. I also might sprinkle. I might sprinkle a little money line on South Alabama as well. Create a little week one upset here. So that is what I got for the Saturday slate. We got one more bet for Sunday. Need to take some water. Excuse me. Yes, COVID is back. Trying to fight off some COVID coughs, still. <coughs> oh, my God. All right, one bet so far in for Sunday. And no, no, it's not Florida State's LSU. It's something much, much better. It's Northwestern at Rutgers, 11 a.m. Sunday morning. Northwestern is traveling to Rutgers right now. The spread sits at Rutgers minus 6.5, over under 39.5. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm taking Northwestern. The reason I'm taking Northwestern is because how bad, how much worse can it get? I mean, everyone's seen the details. Pat Fitzgerald's gone. We have a whole scandal, a whole violation. Everybody is so down on this team. And you're just kind of sitting there like, it can't get much worse, so why not back them? It's kind of one of those reverse psychology things. Sports betting plus two. I just can't. I don't. Who would lay seven points with Rutgers? Like, it's hard, it's hard to see Rutgers. I get they've, like, kind of improved on their channel, but, jeez. Like, it's, it's still just not a good football team. The defense is fine, but that offense is still brutal. They should not they should not be laying seven points, almost a touchdown to anybody in any Power 5 conference. So, I'll, I will gladly take the six and a half with Northwestern. So, there you have it. Pretty big card. Again, Friday Night Pets are out of my TikTok for Saturday. Bowling Green plus 9.5. Fresno State, Purdue under 47.5. Wisconsin minus 27.5 against Buffalo. Colorado State plus 14.5 at home against Washington State. Wyoming plus 14 at home against Texas Tech. West Virginia plus 20.5 against Penn State. Virginia Tech minus 15.5 against Old Dominion. South Alabama plus 6.5 against Purdue. And probably sprinkle a little money line at plus 200 on that one as well. And then Sunday morning, Northwestern plus 7. That's all I got. That's how we're doing these. Just rapid rundown, rapid fire, all the bets that we're going through. Hopefully give you guys something. Check out my Twitter. Check out my TikTok. I'll be posting both. My TikTok, at SportsGuyWoj. My Twitter is at IamWoj. So if you want to give me a follow there, check out my bets. I'm just going to try and post everything when I can. So if I have anything, I probably will have stuff, more stuff Saturday and Sunday. So check those out as well. Thank you all for listening. Try to make these things quick. Try and get you guys bets. Find you winners. And we're going to do it all again next week. So thank you all. Good luck this weekend. And I will see you next weekend.